Top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning. Welcome everyone to another show, episode two, episode two here of Getting in the Green with Perfect Strangers. I am Daryl and I've got my sharp man with me, Corey. Corey, top of the fucking morning, bro. Yeah, this, <laughs> How is, are you uh, today, man? this is a different, different angle here for you guys, man. We're going to try and get you the first info of the day. Yeah. Yeah, we're a little early on the injury news. We're a little early in general, but yeah. we're gonna give you something to listen to on the way to work. Get your get your stuff right here on <clears throat> early in the morning. Absolutely. Now, we decided to go this route because of our scheduling, right? So, it seems like it'll work best if we go early, early in the morning, only because we've got so much going throughout the day. I know you are uh, beyond an extremely busy person, but. It's just the passion that you have for sports, man. So I, I do appreciate uh, you doing this, Corey. This is a this is a good thing. So if you're going to make the commitment, then I'm going to make the commitment. And um, we are going to get this started for you. So, you know, like they always say, early bird gets his worm, man. So let, let's get the worms today. Let's get the worms. Um, we have some basketball to talk about, man. Now, we just real quick on last night, a couple of highlights. We did see. Steph shoot his ass off yesterday to try to break that record. What do you think about that yesterday? I mean, I thought at some point you just got to realize you're not getting there that night. Like, <laughs> you know, when you're six of 17, I mean, you're yeah. not going to put up another 17 threes tonight. So yeah, at some point you just got to dial it in, but I don't blame him for going for it. It would have been cool to do it at home. Yeah. He'll break it here in a game or two. It's just one of those yeah. things. It's also they're so good that it doesn't really affect anything, him playing like that. Right, right. You, you know, the thing is, is I noticed Portland was picking him up half court early in the game, bro, and three-quarter court. So I was very, very, very surprised um, that he was going to go for it. Another quick uh, fact I didn't know, you know, Steph hasn't made double-digit threes all season. I didn't know that. I had heard that on uh, – on TV today that he's still, I mean, even though he's been shooting lights out, he has not made double digit threes in a game this season. So I don't think he gets it done. Dylan Brooks had a couple comments yesterday, man, at the end of the game, you know, that he had gotten ejected. He had said the uh, NBA officials were not out to protect the players. Do you see a fine coming in his mailbox anytime uh, soon? He's getting fined. Yeah. You know, it's just one of those things. You know, you, the emotions build up here during a game. Somebody's got to be there, man, to help you reel it in before you get in front of a camera. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he'll see a fine. He's not wrong. I mean, the ejection was warranted. So, yeah, yeah it's just a tough one for that guy. I mean, he's young. He'll come around. I do constantly feel like they just don't get the calls over there. Mm hmm. You know, but that, that comes with being a young team. They don't have the respect yet. But it'll it'll come. It'll come and he'll be fine. Yeah. You know, he got it off his chest and now now hopefully we'll just get back to some basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Get back like tonight. <laughs> yeah. Last thing that kind of stuck out to me, Obi Toppins uh in between the legs dunk. Uh, you saw him do that in a game in college uh, when he was at Dayton. Um, what do you think about him doing that dunk, man, even though the Knicks lost that damn game? Kid's having fun, man. 
Yeah, I don't got a problem with it. Go out there, show out. You know, if it was one of the greats, no one would have said anything. Um, right. You know, if LeBron goes up for it, nobody's even blinking an eye. So I'm all for it, man. Go have fun. You know, win or lose, man, you can't take it too seriously. You get to yeah. play basketball for your living. So, yeah. Well, I, I I wonder what Tibbs is going to say about that. I, I would be surprised if, uh, you know, Tibbs doesn't play him for a game or two. But at this point, man, the, the Knicks are just I, – I, I'm still trying to figure out what's going on with them. They, they are not looking good, nowhere near how they were uh, in the beginning of the season. So, yeah, we, we will see what happens with that. Let's get into these games, man. It's a short slate again. A lot of back-to-backs here. Yeah, a lot of back-to-backs. Um, first one here on a back-to-back is actually um, the Jazz going to Philly. So Philly didn't travel, but they played last night. Or they, they did they play? Actually, let me make sure. Um, Philly. We had Philly at Charlotte last night. Yeah, they were at Charlotte. Right. So Philly got on a plane, and so did Utah. They played Minnesota. Um, right now, um, this line is at three and a half. Uh, I had seen this as low as two earlier in the week at some books, but this line's at three and a half. The total right now is at two seventeen and a half. Um, I don't think Joel Embiid plays today. I really don't. Utah played a pretty fast game. They beat Minnesota uh, yesterday. That game, I believe, was one thirty four or one thirty six to one hundred four. Donovan Mitchell had a night. Um, it was just it was just rain city. Anthony Edwards had a night, but it was a fast game. Now. I don't really see Utah resting players per se, but I can definitely see Doc resting players here. Um, so what do you like about this game? Or are you playing any players in your DFS for this game? You know, these two teams, usually Philly is just a must play for some guys just because they've been so decimated with injuries and everything else. There's usually value on Philly every night. Mm-hmm. Utah, on the other hand, never get injured. <laughs> So there's never. Where is this coming from? <laughs> ESPN videos. Yeah. Uh, Utah, on the other hand, are priced accordingly. They're never hurt. They're always in blowouts. Mm-hmm. I mean, even last night, I don't really fear them off a of back-to-back because outside of Donovan Mitchell, nobody played 30 minutes. They cruised, and that's the general story for Utah. There. Yeah. There's also something to be said about a team that just practices and lives in the altitude their gas tank is just slightly better at all times <sighs> yeah i mean if Embiid doesn't play then you've got to you know andre drummond becomes a must start in fantasy okay so that's one we'll definitely keep an eye on if they're going to rest that guy i won't mm-hmm. be touching anybody from the utah side of things here i just they're really balanced nobody mitchell has his games where he just goes out and gets it done but he's priced accordingly and he doesn't do it every night so for me if Embiid is out I'll probably be looking at Andre Drummond and then maybe mm-hmm. even throw in like a Tobias Harris or a Maxi to go with him because we got a three-game slate we're just gonna have to get some action here right right Drummond's the only one I'd feel really good about right now and it also just depends who else they rest they might rest Maxi again you and think? that would open up uh Seth Curry Shake Milton so we're just going to wait on this Philly news here. But if Embiid plays, I really just don't have that much interest in this game at all. I still think Utah gets it done. 
Okay, I'm going to tell you an angle I was looking at. I did not know, but Philly is uh, looking at team rankings, or uh, I was actually on Odd Shark. Now, it hasn't been updated uh, since the 7th, but I did not know, man. Philly is ranked 4th in first quarter ATS. I had no idea. No idea. They so right now. 12 minutes, I believe. Yeah. He doesn't start the second quarter, and that's big. A lot of these teams are going to that eight-minute mark. Right. The starters rolling them out earlier in the second. Yeah. But it really seems to have just kept that old-school mindset of the starters play the first quarter. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. Roll, say, rotation. Philly is quietly 15-8-1 uh, ATS. Now, this was before last night, right? Um, nine and five or seven and three at home, eight, five and one away. The jazz, not so much, right? So I was looking right now, I am going to probably press the button because I believe you're going to see the teams, their freshest, obviously in the fourth or the first quarter, I'm going to press the button on the Philly ATS first quarter here. I believe that they can get it done. That line right now is at well it's there's a, there is no line that i could see right now but that's probably going to be philly plus 1 um when that line comes out i'm going to step on philly and this is the reason why if embiid for to to your point if embiid is out then that line's going to definitely move and maybe that's what the books are preparing for already this is why you see the jazz having philly as home dogs philly shouldn't be home dogs on their win streak right they're having, you know, Utah has their own little win streak going on, but Philly is doing pretty good as of late. Uh, so maybe that's preparation. But I'm still going to jump on Philly first quarter here. They beat um, Utah uh, first quarter, you know, as a whole. Utah averages about 27 points first quarter, and Philly is about close to 29 first quarter. So I do like that look. I'm going to make that an official play regardless of who, you know, that maybe this is probably dumb to do, but it's just looking as a whole. Um, now, if you've got multiple players out, this is what we do have to wait for. If you have multiple players out, that could be a problem, right? But if it's just Joel and beat out, I'm going to look at Philly first quarter plus the, you know, whatever their points are. I, I believe that they can come out and win at least the first quarter. So that is a look I have so far uh, for the first slate, first game, Utah Jazz at Sixers. I'm going to look at Philly first quarter. All right, man. Let us get into our next game, and that is going to be, we've got, it looks like, Nuggets at the Spurs, the Battle of Texas, man. And right now, we've got this line. It kind of went up and down. I think it's down again. It's San Antonio opened at uh, plus one and a half. Uh, they are now plus one. If I'm looking at the books now, I believe they are plus one. Um, yeah, plus one in some places, still one and a half on Bovada here. Uh, even before, you know, they, you do want to have, a, you know, Denver at its fullest, right? And it seems like I, I've watched a couple of shows and, you know, it, I don't know if you pay attention to Jimmy High Roller, but he had made some good points about how efficient and good Joker is. Um, I really can't get a gauge on this team, honestly. I mean, right now you've got a ton of people out for Denver that's going to be out for some time. Um, Denver, they beat New Orleans yesterday, so they're on a back-to-back, -back, right? 
Um, they lost to Chicago. They beat New York. They lost to Orlando. They beat Miami, lost to Milwaukee. So it's a win-lose, win-lose. It's a trade-off here. If you're going to go by that trend, then they should lose to San Antonio tonight. But, I, you know, these points, for whatever reason, I think this is a San Antonio spot because you're not giving Denver enough points. Maybe it is because it is a back-to-back, right? Um, what do you like here in this game? Yeah, this one's interesting, man. I mean, we know Keldon Johnson's going to be out for the Spurs already. And I think that actually is a big, big hit for their rotation, which is going to open up some value. I mean, we'll definitely be touching in on some of these Spurs wings. Uh, Maybe Mm -hmm. Doug McDermott, Lonnie Mm -hmm. Walker might get some extra run here tonight. Mm -hmm. These guys are cheap. So you're definitely going to want to kind of see who's filling in for Keldon Johnson's minutes. They'll announce it. That's got to be a must play tonight on a three game slate for, okay. for the Spurs. Denver, I mean, God, I mean, Jokic, the Joker looked great last night, man. Yeah. I think he's got 74 fantasy points, played 37 minutes, though. He's good enough to do it again. And he might be the top pay up option tonight just because the guy is just an absolute monster when it comes to usage rates since these guys have been injured. You know, without Murray, Porter, and these guys out there, the entire offense runs through the Joker. So I don't necessarily think he can get you there two nights in a row like that. But yeah. if there was a player, you know, it's not he, his game's not based on athleticism. It is. And those are the guys that are, you know, tired and inconsistent is because they're just going, you know, balls to the wall every night. Joker's just very plays within himself. He just has that, you know, even Luka Doncic, like these guys just don't look like they're moving that fast. But somehow they just consistently are faster than the guy in front of them. They get it done. Mm -hmm. And it looks good. So, look, if if somebody was going to go back-to-back 70-point nights, it it would be the Joker. This is a good spot for him. You know, Jakob Pertl, for as good as he is as a center, isn't going to spread the floor with him like that. It's not going to be able to take him outside. So, you know, I'm probably going to – I do like this game mm-hmm. a lot for fantasy, so I'll probably end up going with the Joker. And if you if you play Jokic, you have to run it back with some of these Spurs guys and just hope this game is competitive, which, you know, Vegas indicates it will be. So, if you know, there's nothing wrong with going like Jokic and Murray with a couple of those backup wings there for the Spurs. Right. And then, you know, just filling in the pieces in those other two games. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, you know, they've had the day's rest, right? But they still don't give them the the default three points. Um, The funny thing is, you would think there's maybe some type of revenge angle here. They did play on the 22nd of October, and Denver routed them then. Um, They did keep that game close in Phoenix. San Antonio did a couple nights ago, which Phoenix didn't even cover that seven and a half spread. You know, it came really close down to the wire, 104 to 108. So I do believe that San Antonio can be competitive. But like you said, you know, Joker's on another level. And this this may sound kind of weird, but I, I some players aren't really affected by the back-to-backs versus others, right? Some players really can grit and grind and, and still get things done as if they hadn't even played the night before. So I do agree with your point with Joker. I'm going to take a lean on San Antonio here. Um, uh, It's just a lean. They've lost the last two. San Antonio was on a win streak. Uh, They lost to Phoenix. 
and they lost to New York. Uh, but I still think San Antonio is competitive enough and, you know, they have the rest advantage here to at least try to make it competitive. Uh, I would probably look at some angles also in their first quarter, um, looking at Odd Shark again. Um, the Spurs are ranked second. Second in first quarter ATS, right behind the Cleveland Cavaliers, 15 and seven. They're eight and two at home, eight and two at home. First quarter spreads here. So it's probably going to be even. This just might, honestly, Corey, this just might be a first quarter day for me. (laughs) Um, So I'm looking at the rest advantage. Um, I do believe that the Spurs can at least come out and try to make it competitive before it just gets away from them. So I am leaning also here uh, for first quarter San Antonio money line here. I believe it's probably just going to be a half a point anyways. We'll see if we can probably get some movement later on in the day, uh, just depending on if there's a late scratch or, you know, we'll see after shoot around what happens. But my next lean is going to be San Antonio first quarter money line. They're ranked second, something that I really like. Um, So we will see, man. We will see. I'm really, really interested um, to see what this line looks like if there's anybody out. All right, man. Yeah, so those are the first two games. Last game we have, man, Lakers at Memphis. Lakers at Memphis here, man. Um, We talked about earlier how Dylan Brooks was a little upset. Memphis themselves have been on a little tear. Uh, Another um, fun fact. Now, this is before yesterday's game. I was listening to The Mismatch, a nice little podcast I listened to with uh, Chris Vernon and Kevin O'Connor. And, you know, he's a Memphis homer. You know, the dude loves Memphis. Do you know Steven Adams has has gotten every jump ball? Like, he, he, has, he has gotten every jump ball on tip-off. Like, he has not lost. He has won every jump ball this season. Uh, so <laughs> uh, uh, what people have been doing is they've been – uh, playing Memphis to score first <laughs> because he's winning every, every jump ball, right? And so uh, it was just funny to see that um, that people kind of look at that angle. He has not lost a jump ball. He's probably going to jump against Dwight or maybe AD. Not too sure today. Memphis did play last night. Um, Dylan Brooks did get ejected. It was kind of a you know a little it gotten a little disarray here with Memphis um, with this game, honestly, I, I'll, I'll just tell you right up front, man. I, I, I'm a Lakers fan and it's a love hate relationship. Now the game that the Lakers played on the seventh against Boston, they looked so good in a lot of, in a lot of areas, Corey, they looked so good. They, they, they played fast. LeBron got out and had, you know, some pretty good looks. They did a really, really good job. Really, really good job. Um, I'm just afraid. I don't know if that they can do that all the time, right? I'm not sure. Boston's a good team. Uh, They did lose to the Clippers yesterday, but they're still a good team. Um, They're not that good with Jalen Brown. But this is Memphis, man. And Memphis looks pretty, pretty good. Um, Besides their loss to Dallas, they were on a five-game win streak, five-game win streak, beating teams like 
um, Miami, OKC, Toronto, Sacramento. They beat Dallas the first time. Dallas had that revenge spot and beat them the second time. I don't want any action in this game, to be honest with you, man. No action whatsoever. Uh, I'm I'm a Laker fan, but I'm not sure that they can get it done. Right now, the Grizzlies are home dogs. Um, they did play last night. Lakers had the rest advantage, but they did travel. Um, what do you like about this game? Right now, Memphis plus three. That total is at 222 and a half. Basically saying that Memphis uh, isn't going to play defense and probably uh, Lakers aren't going to play defense either. What do you like about this game? You know, for me, I really just want to see the starting lineup for the Lakers because if they've convinced Anthony Davis to run the five, like he started out the game there in Boston, this team is deadly. Right. The problem is when you have to start Howard or Jordan, they clog the middle, man. And that really hurts this team. Westbrook wants to go to the lane. LeBron wants to get in the lane. You can't just have a guy flat-footed down there on the block. There's just another defender. When AD's on the five, this team spreads the the floor better. That's their best pass to victory. But we all know Davis does not like playing the five. He's made that abundantly clear here in his time in L.A. If they've convinced him to run the five, at least to start the games, I think the Lakers cruise here. Um, the problem yeah. is we, we got to see the starting lineup. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's what they're going to have to go to. You know, their best addition of the season was getting Kendrick Nunn in the offseason. And he hasn't played just yet. But when yeah. Kendrick Nunn comes back, you roll AD to the five and you roll him into that unit. This team's going <laughs> to, they're going to be a problem. Tonight, though, for me, yeah, I'm waiting on that starting lineup. And then for fantasy purposes, I mean, right now, I mean, Tyus Jones has great value still because of the John Morant injury. He's only $6,000. Mm-hmm. He's been consistently nothing crazy, but, you know, just getting it done night in, mm-hmm. night out at that, at that point guard minutes. Yeah. You know, I don't mind like a Talon Horton Tucker if they're going to start Davis at the five as well. It just kind of opens up a little bit more for him. He had a good game last time out. As far as the big three, I probably won't touch the big three for the Lakers. When they all play, it's just kind of roulette who's going to really take over. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mind a Triple J here for Memphis, you know, $7,000. Yeah. Not the greatest matchup on paper, but not the worst one either. And then, you know, just because it's a three game slate, we're going to be looking at guys like Malik Monk off the bench. Yeah. You know, a Desmond Bain costs a little bit more, but you're just going to have to find some value somewhere. If one of these centers does start for the Lakers, I'd probably give Dwight Howard a look at $4,000, depending who ends up getting the go. So for me, I'm waiting on that starting lineup. Yeah. I will point out for Dylan Brooks' case, this might not be the game where you start to get calls, man. (laughs) You're going to look at a very savvy veteran team here that's going to get the respect of the refs. This might not be the best bounce back spot for your little rant. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, man, I, you know, it's, one thing Dylan Brooks doesn't play is scared. So I do like that about him, man. He's he is definitely a dog. Um, but if you get over aggressive, you will get caught up in a situation to where you know it, it's a chess match with these veterans. So you are definitely right, man. They can get you caught up in some some calls that you may not think that you, you that you, you're going to get and you'll get them. 
you'll get them. So yeah, to your to your point, absolutely not a game that you should be over overly aggressively playing. Um, but Dylan, he just doesn't like LeBron. He doesn't like a lot of these guys on the Lakers squad at all. Um, they just tried to what did Bam say? Little bro him. You know, they've just, you know, and he's always tried to play with a chip on his shoulder, especially on defense. So, yeah, this probably is going to be a no play for me. I mean, you've got some people questionable even on um, the Memphis side, right? You got Kyle Anderson, who's questionable. You got Clark, who's questionable. Um, You've got Zaire Williams, who's questionable. I wouldn't be surprised if any of these guys play, especially on a back-to-back. So a lot of teams, four of those teams are on a back-to-back, or is it? Yeah, four teams on a back-to-back. Crazy. So right now, yeah, it's it's a no play for me at all. It's a no play for me. But, you know, the lines are out. They do make sense. I do see how Lakers can still get it done because they are the Lakers. Um, they do have the rest advantage. Um, so, yeah, I do lean the Lakers, but it definitely wouldn't be a play for me at this point in time. So let's go back on these plays that we have. So far, right now, I know I'm going to get to the board on Philly first quarter. I haven't gotten a spread number yet, but I'm pretty sure that's going to be plus a half a point. So I'll do Philly money line here first quarter. And I'm going to go San Antonio money line first quarter. San Antonio money line first quarter for my official plays. Um, my official play is going to be Philly, but I'm going to get there with San Antonio. Just going to wait uh, for. I'm going to wait for. Uh, if anything, that see what the numbers look like and what the what the lineups look like. What are you playing for sure today? Yeah, I mean, it looks like it's. You know, even regardless of the Embiid news, it looks like my play here tonight is going to be this Spurs-Denver game. So it's going to be the Joker and Murray. I'm going to find my value on the Spurs down there with, like, the Lonnie Walkers, the Doug McDermott's. Play a couple of this in this memphis Laker game, and then I'll probably have to fill it in with, you know, one or two of the Philly guys. Okay. Just to kind of make the lineup work. But for me, I mean, I'm going to load up on those two later games, uh, get in on the Laker game, um, whatever pieces are left over there. But I think as far as studs go, I think it's going to be Joker and Murray tonight. Okay. Okay, man. It, those look like some pretty solid plays, man. Some pretty solid plays. Um, so, yeah, short slate today, so we didn't have a very long show for you. I am thinking that we got some money here. I'm thinking we've got some money here today, Corey. Um, so, yeah. Uh I will point out if we're doing the show super early like this or even late nights for you guys, follow the Twitter accounts because we will be posting up the changes throughout the day. You know, those last minute injuries, pivot moves, things like that for fantasy, especially. So take this, build a little raw, you know, lineup there to get started with and then follow throughout the day. We'll give you the little tweaks there so you can make sure you're dialed in when it comes to tip off. Absolutely. You can follow getting in the green or what, what is green getting at green getting on Twitter, at green getting on Twitter. You can follow me at it's Duro. Uh, I will be posting my plays as well. And yeah, man, this is episode number two. My phone is blowing up at five 30 in the morning, five 30 in the oh, morning. Corey. Wow. This is amazing. Um, so <laughs> something must be going on that I'm not aware of, uh, but yeah, you will see us back tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel. 
Corey, any last words before you get out of here? Let's get in the green. Let's get in the green, man. All right. Y'all take care. Have a great day. Take care.